welcome to the Guide Not Guru podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Brock. My purpose is to empower women to create authentic, aligned, and abundant lives. After over a decade of mentoring women in business and self-leadership, I found that we don't need to adopt a guru's blueprint. We need guides to help us build our own. So if you're ready to lead and be a work in progress, you've come to the right place. Okay, girlfriends, it's time to talk about money. And I want to give you a perspective shift and an exercise that if you do this, it will change your relationship with money. And your relationship with money has to change in order for you to, man, live a life that I hope for you, which is one that's of peace, one that has ease, one that is living in your purpose, one that feels abundant and prosperous and generous and wealthy, all the things that I hope for you. And so today I'm going to take you through a a quick exercise that when I did this, you know, and I'd heard of this idea before, but I'd never really spent time practicing it. But when I changed it, it changed the way that I showed up energetically with money. So money is something essential we need. It's something that we have to have in order to live in this life. It's a part of our 3D human experience. And I've always been someone who has wanted and believed I was going to make a lot of money. And my dynamic with money for a long time, I started entrepreneurship at 22, and which is not actually true. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I used to like sell rocks at a bus stop. I like waxed people in college. I've trained and gotten traded trades and things and like always been interested in making my my own money. And so I had this natural desire to make a lot of money and to be wealthy. It's just, it was a part of my belief system that I would have it in my life. And yet every time I went to be successful, all I wanted was this new sense of safety and peace that would come from having a lot of money. And I found myself in a pattern of knowing how to make money, but not keep it. And I was on this hamster wheel of every time I would be in a, in this relationship with money, I would just be like, ah, shit. Like I spent my money again. It's not where I need to be. I've borrowed from tomorrow, right? I borrowed from my savings account. I borrowed from my tax account. I borrowed from like our future and I would spend it today going, okay, this is going to be the thing that's going to make me more money. I'll put that money back in the bank account and then we'll be set. And instead, I just had a pattern. I had a pattern of mistreating money. And so I knew how to make it, but not keep it. And so it's been a journey for me to understand and to grow with my relationship with money. And I was so hungry. This feels like just really important to share. I was so hungry, you guys, to to figure out money. I was willing to like buy all the shortcut fixes. I've tried about everything you can with money. It's like, okay, accountability, I'll pay for it. Okay, nervous system work, I'll pay for it. Okay, feminine earning, let's do it. Okay, masculine business build, okay, let's do it. Okay, luxury, enjoyment, like all these different elements and all have taught me something. And, you know, it's really brought together 
the embodiment that I'm holding right now, which by the way, is still such a beginner compared to where I'm going. But what's changed for me, what has changed for me is my responsibility and my relationship with money. I am not looking for a quick fix anymore. I am looking to heal. I am looking to build a new relationship with money because I know there's actually not a quick fix. There's only an energetic match. You are only getting in your life what you believe about yourself. Your beliefs, they are what are the beginning of this cycle of what you create in your reality. And so what I want to help shift for you all is an entry point into really uncovering what's been blocking you with money. And that is the idea that money is a relationship. Money is a relationship. So I've talked about it before. Money is energy. And when I say money is energy, we know that money is this exchange, right? It's this exchange of value, but money really is an energy. And it's a relationship. So I want you to think about for a second, if you were to consider money as a friend, or if you were to consider what worked for me was to consider money like my spouse, like my partner, Josh. If I was to think about how I've been treating money, what would money say about our relationship? And so like, how does money feel in a relationship with you? And I want you to think about this for a second, just like reflect on these questions and I'm going to give you the exercise, but like really reflect if you were, if you treated money, like it was your lover, what would it say about your relationship right now? How would it feel? Does it feel distant? Does it feel like codependent? Does it feel safe and secure? When I first did this, I was like, okay, if if money was, if I imagine money as Josh, if I imagine money as like the person I've committed to spending my life with, how do they feel about me? It's like, okay, well, how have I been treating him or her lately? And it was like, oh my gosh. Let's see. Um, I promise that I'm going to be good to you. And then I forget to pay attention to you. I call you when I need you, like a booty call, like, ah, I've got this thing. I need you money. I need you money. And then the minute money meets my needs, I'm like, thank you. I'm not going to pay attention to you for months. Or how about the way that money shows up for my bills or for my family or for the things that I need every single day and I don't appreciate money? Or how about the way that I have no direction or future plans for my money? Imagine being in a relationship with someone where you're like, hey, where are we going? Do we have the same dreams? Like, do we have a purpose together? Are we a good fit? Like no vision of the future. You'd be like, this is not a good relationship. Imagine your spouse or your partner or like the person you love the most being like, hey, I got to be honest, you kind of abuse me. You don't think about me. You don't talk to me every day. You don't notice when I show up for you. You never thank me. You never have me around. Like literally all right now I have, if you're on YouTube, I have like physical dollars sitting on my desk in front of me. You never have me around. You don't put me in safekeeping 
There's no consistent bank account. Gosh, when I started to think about this from like the lens of my business, like you have no real invitation for me. Think about the flow. Like, do you have systems and structures for money to flow in easily? There's no open door. There's no welcome mat. I don't know when I'm allowed here. You have no invitation. It's not like an open door policy, like come as much as you want. So, you know, when I started to learn about manifestation, all these things this last year, last couple of years and really like feminine flow and like, how can I receive money with ease? It's like, what money would want to be magnetized to me and flow to me if there's not an open door, if there's no path to get to me, if I'm not grateful, if I'm not receptive, if I'm not appreciative, like this is an unhealthy, sick relationship. Like the first time I did this, I was like, oh my gosh, I have so many apologies to make with money. And what that did, what this started to shift for me was it gave me an emotional connection with money that I needed because money was so outside of me. It was like this elusive thing that I couldn't get my hand or head around. And the minute I thought about caring it, loving for it, being with it, respecting it, protecting it, giving it safety and security, I just thought, of course, money's not flowing to me. I'm not worthy of it. I'm an abusive partner. I, I'm harmful. I'm hurtful. I'm disrespectful. I'm so unhonoring. And so that when I became emotionally connected to the idea of money and understanding everything in your life is an energetic exchange, think about your spouse, like that is energy that's happening between you two. Think about your children. If you don't give your intention and attention, your emotional connection to them, they just become a five and a seven-year-old. Like, that's what I have. Ah, but wait, no, 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 wait. I love you. I'm emotionally bound to you. Now, all of a sudden, we have an energetic, remember, emotions are energy in motion. We have emotions between us. So now I have this energetic relationship perspective around money and things can change. So one of the single most powerful exercises I ever did was write a letter to money. And this may sound so silly. And hear me when I say this, if you don't do this, you are missing out on an opportunity because I guarantee you, you will feel something about your real truth about money that you've never experienced until you get into an emotional connection with it. And the relationship space is the gateway. So I want you to listen to this podcast, heart it, save it, favorite it, whatever you need to do, write it down, pause it. And I want you to write a letter to money, dear money. And then I want you to ask for forgiveness. What forgiveness do you need to ask for? What responsibility do you need to take? Think about that for a second. Dang. Money. First of all, I'm embarrassed we're here again. This isn't about you. This is about me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me 
for not appreciating you. Please forgive me for, man, not seeing all the ways that you support my every need. Please forgive me for not seeing the one client you brought me and still asking for 10 more, making you feel like it wasn't enough. Where do you need to take responsibility in this relationship? This is my fault. You've always been there. You've, you're consistently available to me. Where do you need to take personal responsibility? This is my fault. This is my responsibility. This is my part I've played in this. And then after you do this forgiveness piece, ask for forgiveness, be honest, because I want you to think about again, think about a partner. Let's imagine you're wanting to like ask your husband or your wife or your partner for something big. And you're like, hey, really want to go on this trip. I really want to make this big investment. And you don't apologize for everything that's energetically between you all. You're like, you know, I'm sorry the other day for yelling at you. That was, you know, that was my bad. I apologize. Shouldn't have done that. I was overreactive. So, hey, can we talk about this trip I want to take? They'd be like, um, excuse me. How about you own the rest of it? Like they would not be willing to move forward if there's still stuff you've not said. What do you need to take ownership for? What do you need to apologize for? They'd be like, well, let's talk about the fact that you were dishonest with me. Well, Kelly Brock, you asked me for 10K because you needed to invest in that thing. You really wanted to invest in this coach. And then when you got that money, I sent it. I sent it. And then you spent it on a trip. I thought you told me that money was going to go to investing in your business, right? Like, So I really want you to think about if you were trying to move on too quick without apologizing for the whole thing, your your partner would just be like, hey, you've not apologized for this part and I'm still hurt by it. So I want you to really take ownership, ask for forgiveness. When that part of the letter is done, I promise you will feel such a like, I cried the first time I did this. Like, it was just like, oh my gosh, why did I not see this? So I want you to write that. The second part of that is I want you to then Tell this love of your life, this love, this money, this partner, how do you want your relationship with money to look like moving forward? What do you want money to feel from you? I want you to feel honored. I want you to feel seen every day. I want you to have a safe place to land. I want you to know our plans for the future. I want you to know that I value you. I want you to feel expansive. I want to put you in the places that expands you. Dang, for those of us who are not really taking advantage of investing, had such a cool conversation with um, my friend Jeremy this weekend, and we were just talking about investing. And he was like, 10% of every dollar you make has to be going to investments because money wants to expand. Like 10%, every, every dollar, it wants to expand. You need to He said, wealthy people only are wealthy because they have assets that make money. So when you think about that, like, have you told your money? How do you want it to feel? What do you want your relationship to look like? How do you desire to support and love money? 
listen, moving forward, I, I'm prepared to have a money date with you every single week. I'm prepared to be honest about our relationship. I'm prepared to take ownership over my part. I'm prepared to like, how do you want to tell money you want to love and support it? And then how do you want money to love and support you? I want you to be there for me. I want you to surprise and delight me. I want you to come in unexpected ways. I want you to come with flow and ease. And I promise to show my love and appreciation for you. How do you want to show your love and appreciation for money? I want to take you out. I want to buy you a new wallet. <laughs> like I want to buy you a beautiful space to physically sit. I want to talk about you. One of the most powerful things was when I was like, I want to take money out. I want to talk about money. I grew up with like a belief system, like you don't talk about money. It was so taboo. And so when I started to talk about money, I felt so empowered because I'm like, I'm talking about it. So allow yourself to write this letter as if you were writing it to a lover. When you change that relationship with money, I guarantee you will see so many blind spots that have to be moved through in order for you and money to have a healthy relationship. And this is honestly the piece that I feel like is the beginning step for any next level with your relationship with money and or the beginning of your relationship with money. Because this is what I had to do in the beginning. I had to have an honest conversation and talk about what we've not been talking about. Once I was able to admit that and see like, this is the truth. This is the place that we're in. I see it. I own it. Here's my part. Here's what I want. Will you give me another shot? Will you give me another shot, money? Money, I, I promise to be better. I promise to be better. And again, no matter if you're already in like a really abundant or maybe you've already progressed in some of your money beliefs, I would encourage you to go back to this letter and see where are now the opportunities. Because like I think about my relationship with Josh and good gracious, we are night and day compared to where we were when we first started our relationship. We're night and day compared to where we were when we first started growing personally together. Yay. But y'all, I just came home from a relationship retreat with him. And it was like, hey, here's some things like I'm afraid to say. These are needs that I need met. He, he had truth to tell me about how I've been showing up. And I had to be honest about saying that because we've now got this new next level to grow in. So man, y'all hear me when I say this, this is like gold. You're sitting on a gold podcast right now. And if you would take the time to step into this exercise, I guarantee you will see the opportunities and the places that you can step into a greater relationship with money. And what I want for women is to live a life of abundance so badly. I know that it's calling my embodiment into it. I know actually I can't ever teach from a place of without embodiment. As I am empowered, I will empower other people. It's just the way that it goes. And so I'm teaching from the place and the perspective of things I've embodied, but I'm going to, I'm going to grow again and I'm going to keep bringing it to you. And so why I want you to like really do this exercise, a lot of money stuff is going to be coming up in our world because think about all of the energy you could get back if you stopped thinking about money. If you stopped avoiding, if you stopped having shame and guilt spirals, if you 
had systems in place for flow. Like, man, we want ease, but it's not available to us until we like get some of these basic needs met with money. And I want to see women move into a more abundant life. And that's going to require you have personal responsibility in your relationship with money. So y'all, if you do this, it would like give me so much freaking joy. If you like took like a little boomerang or a screenshot or something, tag me on Instagram. I want to see you all doing this exercise. You do not have to share, of course, your money story. That's yours. That's your information. But I'm telling you of such a sense of pride and excitement that you were brave enough to go to the space to see the truth of what you needed to admit about money. This will be a game changer. It starts with owning the relationship with money. And I think you'll feel a sense of freedom that will excite you to do some of the next steps that you need to take, which is the work. This is step one. And then comes the work, but you'll be ready because you'll feel really freaking empowered. Hey friend, thank you for listening. My goal is to empower as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, I would love it if you'd leave me a review or let me know on Instagram. You can take a screenshot or tag me or just shoot me a DM. If you're looking for any kind of additional support, don't hesitate to reach out at kellybrockco.com. And I'll see you here next Tuesday.